Hey guys, welcome to another episode of a Music in Time podcast. My name is Osage Alunge. On this episode, I get to sit down with Black Magic, one of your premium Nigerian artists. And he takes me through a journey from his very first album, Black Magic 1.0, to his second album, 2.0, and his most recently released 3.0 album. It's an amazing conversation we have, and I want you guys to listen to it. Black, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. At some point, was your artist name ever EJ? Um, yeah. I mean, it was an alias I first came up with before you know, just became Black Magic. Okay. Was there ever a persona different from Black Magic? Was EJ ever, you know, another character? Um, n- no. No, I, th- I think I've... Maybe just a, a different version of the same mm-hmm. same guy, but I mean, I had to do more with time than like which like a different persona per se. Mm-hmm. So the same guy just at a different time. Ah, I so see. EJ was earlier than Black Magic, but you know, because you've always referenced EJ in the third person. Yeah, yeah. I I I learned that from um, from Jay Z, mm. and. I feel like it's a, it's a it's a very great way to refer them um, to think about yourself, you know, um, just like when you have to detach yourself from a situation, you know, you have to get into character. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like a, I think about it. Why does Superman wear glasses and think we don't know his name anymore? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro, you know. But it's a metaphor. It's a bigger yeah. It's, yeah. it's a bigger picture. You know, when once he puts on those glasses, he feels like a different person. Ultimately, a different person. Mm-hmm. He takes off those glasses, and you know puts on the suits and you know mm-hmm. he becomes a superhero kind of thing so i think it's very important because we all have that we all have you know the ourselves that we want to be and we all have the superhero the superhero representing you know the responsible guy you know when you want to be yourself once you become a dad when it's you know you become a dad you become a ceo you become a you know you're doing work something that you need to do mm-hmm. you're responsible when you're being a responsible person, you are being a superhero. But when you're just being yourself, you're the regular guy doing anyhow, you know. Yeah. And you, you kind of have to be all those people to, you know, enjoy the food. For you, on and off the mic, has Black Magic always had like different personas or characters? Um, no, 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 I don't think. Black Magic is just the, the definition of, you know, I mean, like, okay, like Superman, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because he's super, you know. Batman kind of, you know, says something about the kind of person he is, his persona, he comes out at night, mm-hmm. you know. Some people say, you know, they hear what, just does something, you know. But I mean. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, you know, Batman at night is Batman, mm-hmm. right? And that yeah. day he's Bruce Wayne, he kind yeah. of switches on and switching switches off. Yeah. And you do have some artists who kind of go into character yeah. to be who they are as artists. Okay. And if you meet them they're when they're not people. in artist mode, they're really different people. Ah, okay. There we go. I mean, no, I, th- I think it's kind of the same person. It's just different levels. Mm. You, know, you get to see. So maybe the, the 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 records you get to hear are processed. You know, if you're in the studio with me recording, you know, me and Icon, then you know that there's a whole lot of rubbish there. <laughs> well, yeah. I really don't think you're... Different. I, I don't think you switch on and switch off because when I'm listening to your records, it's like you're having a conversation with your guy. Yeah. You know, 
um, from the way you rap, at times mm. it's almost like you are talking, uh-huh. especially when you are ending the bars, maybe on the fourth bar or on the eighth or the twelfth or the sixteenth, right? It's almost like you are rapping and he gets there and you just talk at the end. Yeah. So it's almost <laughs> like I deal with my guy and my guy, you know, is gisting with me. Mm-hmm. So anytime, you know, people, I listen to your music, it's, it gives me that feeling that if I meet you in person, it's the same kind of conversation we would have. have okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just that you can perceive it like that, but that's not just how I think of it. <laughs> so for me, when I'm when I'm getting to a song, I'm just trying to be as honest mm-hmm. as I really am. So that's why I can't, re- I don't really write like that because if I write, then it, it kind of seems like I'm, I have to act, you know, a certain way to try and deliver it. But, mm. you know, with no pen, the way I said it is the way I said it. You know? mm. So that, that becomes my own creative process, which is now, you know, plays into black magic also. There's a thing that I do, there's a magic thing that I do. It doesn't make sense, but, you know, if you believe it works, kind of, I like Juju works also. So, mm. all right, we won't go into that. <laughs> we won't go back into that. But um, again, I if you know who's Black Magic. Black Magic is an Afrocentric hip hop soul artist. Um, here to you know take Nigerian music to another level. Just give you a whole another spectrum of its, you know, of the music. So that's what it's here to do. You know, and, and like your name, like your name, right? Magic. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because I'm, I, when I talk to artists, I like to do a lot of timelines, right? Yeah. Really just go to the very moment you came on the scene mm-hmm. and discuss, you know, about that. Look at how you came on the scene. I really kind of document it. But in doing that, what surprised me about you is that I really don't remember. It's almost like black magic. You just appeared mm-hmm. on the scene, you know. And I was going back thinking, who was I talking to at the very moment? Oh, I think I was talking to Issy. Mm-hmm. I know I had seen a couple of singles. Mm-hmm. And it just started to grow. There was never a sharp moment. There was never that, you know, huge or, you know, defining moment where I say, oh, this is this guy, this is the first single, this is how to listen, this is where you can get the music. Yeah. You just kind of appeared on the scene in a very, very organic way. Yeah. Was that done on purpose? Or was there a strategy behind that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was on purpose, you know, but part of it was beyond my control, you know. I mean, the situation is kind of, I like to believe that the situation you know, that you find yourself in is how, you know, the video game thing I was telling you, you know. It's designed to be anyway. Yeah, it's, it's so, so basically, you know, like when you load up a video game, when you see stage one, that's all you have. Mm-hmm. You know, what's in your hand is what's in your hand, but, you know, rest assured that you are equipped to deliver, you know, to achieve what you want. So, it was kind of, I was working with what I had, mm-hmm. you know, and I was really driven and, you know, the things that were happening at that point were also showing me that, oh, you know what? I just need to keep moving. People catch up. Yeah. You know, and and that's how it, you know, and I, I always wanted it to be organic because I I didn't want any, oh, it's because of this, this X amount we spent on the promo. That's why I wanted to really know people were really feeling it. 
or not, you know. So, you know, that was what gingered me the most to, you know, put my material out how I did. Without I also think there was, you know, um, more emphasis on the music mm-hmm. than yeah. showcasing showcasing the artist. Yeah. Um, even goes down to the cover art of the singles, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have your face on it. Yeah. Yeah. It was designed to um, for the audience to really enjoy the music and appreciate how different it was from the sound yeah that was around at the time yeah to be honest if you, if i could i would you guys would never know who i was if i if i could yeah because that's the whole point you know like so i was going into character the whole you know it's like a, a voodoo you know voodoo priest right mm-hmm. No, like it's not like oh yeah, his address or oh, he has a he doesn't have a complimentary card or no oh, call card. He has your card. Nah, is if you know, you know. Mm. You understand? It's somebody you have to go with somebody that knows the way to find that Fuck. guy. But it's not about him. But his work is everywhere. Ah, he's the one that did this thing for this guy. Ah, he's the one that did that thing for that. You know. But then he is not the main focus. Yeah. You know. But just because Nigeria and you know the way it had to be, I had to just put my face on it a little. But if I if I had my way, I you would never know who I was. What sort of inspired that kind of um, rollout? Um, like I said, just the situation, you know, just making the best of the situation, you know. I had, I had, so I had initially wanted to do, so I heard um, Frank Ocean back then, you know, Adele, and these are all, you know, albums that just got, went viral on the internet, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, you know, so this is the way. So now the power is going to the people, you know, so I can, if I can speak to them directly, you know, what does it mean to go viral? It means one person, you know, catches it, you know, tweets about it, mm-hmm. three people catch it, those three people tweet about it, then yes. the numbers start to go exponentially. So I didn't need anything other than just the music, you know, at this point. So, you know, listening to Frank Ocean, listening to Adele, 19, most people didn't, you know, as I didn't know her album at the time, so, but I did. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make a project called Seven Reasons Why I'm Great. <laughs> and by the time I drop these seven songs, everybody's going to be looking for me. But, you know, in the end, I didn't, you know, put out the mixtape. But making that, I got Rainbow from the poll tomorrow from there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you kind of hear, I'm great. I, I see the different, you know. So, um, yeah. So, so I took those two songs from there. I used them as singles for the you know, 1.0 with all the other songs, songs. that I had been recording. Yeah, yeah so... Let's listen to Rainbow. I see the different colors of the rainbow. Which one I go take? All the glitters and gold. It's all about the ego. Yellow or purple will be alright. Yeah, something about green, I just can't hide. Yellow or purple will be alright. Something about green, I just can't hide. Before Rainbow, before Black Magic version 1.0. Mm-hmm. Who was Black Magic? Where did Black Magic come from? Why did Black Magic decide to rap or do music? Oh, wow. Um, Black Magic was um, just um, a female Namukoro that went to, grew up in 2004, you know, went to KC, and then I decided to just, you know, leave Lagos because I was like, there's, there's more out there. Which one is Lagos? Lagos, Lagos. I'm in primary school in Lagos. In secondary school in Lagos, I'm not going to do uni, so I went to uni Ben. Um, Interesting. Um, and then I'm a big fan of, you know, Jay Z. I grew up listening to, so I grew up in a house where there's a whole bunch of people all the time, so I could never really control like the playlist. So my dad is listening to, um, 
what's this guy's name? Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, um, oh, there's some guy, I forgot his name, the Beatles, yeah. all that. You know, my mom is the one that played Afrobeat, you know, Fela and all that. Evian Ogoli. Yeah, you know, so some other aunties put me on some Michael Cree, mm. um, uh, Eric Donaldson, you know, then my elder brother put me on Jay-Z, Lauren Hill, you know, that hip-hop. And I became a big fan of Jay-Z, you know, and Biggie, Yanko, mm. and my other brothers, you know, used to play Tupac and them. So, so, I, so, so I could never really control. Because there was only one tape deck. Yeah, you know, so... Yeah. <laughs> No I, iPhones. Yeah, and I was the littlest guy in the house. So it's not like I could, when they are playing, I can't do anything. So yes. I, just, I just listen. You and know? listen. So, I mean, I didn't know that was preparing me for something that, you know, I love. So I met Icon in KC. Mm. You know, and then we used to make these mixtapes and just play around with it, you know. And and then I thought, like, you know, what do I want to do in my life? You know, I was studying computer engineering in Uniben. How was um, that going? Ah, shit, that uh, was horrible. I mean, I hated it because, I mean, I wanted to be great at something, you know, because my dad used to tell me, oh, you know, don't chase money. Mm. You know, chase, think about how you can impact the world. You impact the world, you can't but get paid, mm. you know. And I thought about it, I'm like, okay, so what am I going to be great at? You know, and I'm like, can I be great at computer engineering? Ah, nope. <laughs> uh, programmer, nope. I'm like, okay, this music. Hmm, let me see. I think I can, you know, fuck it up. <laughs> well, you know, and then, so meeting Icon also, I had the tools to, you know, freely create. So that was exciting me. And then, so I just, it took me like two years of confusion to just finally figure out, like, yo, this is what I want to do. And, you know, fuck it. Fantastic. <laughs> Loki, that's what Rainbow is about. <laughs> I mean, you... You you listen to the album and you listen to like all versions, so one point zero, two point zero, three point zero, which you recently released. Yeah. And three things for me remain constant, right? Mm. It is the um, criticism of politics, mm. the criticism of religion, mm-hmm. and also a constant reminder of knowledge of self. Yeah. Those are the three things that are just consistent, right? Mm-hmm. And the first two are just always done sarcastically. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like, you know, um, um, politically inclined or, you know, a, a, a strong critic of the government or whatever on your yeah. albums, but you know it's there. You just always drop it in there yeah. and constantly questions, you know, you on the other side, you know, yeah. whether it's in the skits or you're just putting it in lines. Yeah. What made you start to think of these kind of messages and put them into records and not be the critical, I mean, not be the regular rapper, which is what every other hip-hop artist wants to be, right? Which is all about me. I have hot mm-hmm. bars. I get mad chicks mm-hmm. and all that. What made you decide that, you know what, this is the kind of um, message I want to give out all the time? Um, at first, I think it's, it's just what I believe in. You know, I, I believe in equality. I believe in, you know, you know, being special. I believe in purpose you know i believe everything is made for a purpose you know and i believe the best way to enjoy life is when you know everything serves its purpose because you know sadness and you know like hell is kind of a place where nothing is working you know so it's you flick the light switch doesn't come on wow what's going on 
you know. But if you when you enter a place, you know, you open the door, oof, you know, the air is cool. You flick a switch, it turns on, you know. Growing up growing up in Nigeria and just seeing, you know, that things don't work. But also, you know, you watch movies and you watch news and things work in other places. Just made me think like, you know, somebody has to, you know, and, and sometimes it's not like a conscious thing. Like you just have an affinity for it, you know, like, yo, why do I keep thinking these thoughts? You know, and if you can do something, you know, you have those thoughts then I, I think they're for you, you know, you have to act on them. If you have them and you don't act on them and that's another way to, you know, be in hell or not, you know, fulfill your purpose. So I feel like somehow, some way, I may not have known it. I mean, hindsight you know, I could speak about it like this, but I may not have known it on this level, but I knew that it's something I meant to do. Like, So, um, these messages are based off of things that a world that I want, you know, I dream about, a world that I believe that I can create or I can, you know, take part in the creation of. So, and it all starts from the messaging. You know, if we, especially listen to Fela and listen to Jay-Z, these are people who, you know, they were, you know, great rappers and great performers and great musicians, but they always had a message, mm. you know. And I believe the message makes, you know, music powerful. You know, they're just songs. Oh, it's just a song. Okay, feels good. But when it has a message, then it becomes powerful. And those are just the things that has attracted. So I believe in, you know, in the great Nigeria, you know. It's, it's just like, it's like how... You know, when you hear about great athletes or great artists and, yeah. you know, uh, the guy who discovered, you know, Mike Tyson on the streets, if he hadn't played his part and said, yo, dragged that boy and took him to Gustamato and said, yo, I want you to work with this guy. You know, he just played his part. He didn't, he didn't coach Mike Tyson. He didn't box for him. He didn't do anything. He just took him off the streets and put him in the hands of Gustamato. Gustamato took it from there, mm-hmm. you know, saw the potential turned him into, you know, Iron Mike. And now we have, oh, the great, legendary Mike Tyson, you know. So I've been, in every great, you know, like my dad used to say, if you want to be great, read about great people. And if you read about great people, there was always somebody that, they were just there on their own. And mm-hmm. when the message came to them, just like Fela also, he, you know, he figured how to make music, but he was just singing for himself, about babes, about whatever. And then some lady told him, yo, this music needs to be a weapon. You need to use mm. the fight for your people. Mm. And then it struck him. Oh, yes. And as soon as he started doing that, that's when he became the fella that we all that is revered and you know respected and we all remember right now. So for me, I, I feel like the message, what your purpose is very important. And to me, that's what makes you relevant. You know, it makes you relevant, it makes you who you are, it makes you fit into society. When you start trying to be somebody else, you know. You're very fake. And my dad, growing up in my house, <clears throat> like my dad would say, at, at when you're 20, he said, say when you're 21, there's nothing else to learn again. There's no school to go to again. You have to now start, you understand, you've invested, you've been going to school since you were four years old. School, 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 school. <laughs> say you're 20, you're still input, input. No, it's time to returns. Mm. Oh, yeah, all the ones, it's just, I mean, and it now made me realize that, you know, the essence of school is for you to, is to equip you to be able to express the thing that's inside you. Everybody comes with something, you know. 
And it's crazy. So these are all those messages that I just felt the need to always say. I, I'm always talking about it. I always think about it. I mean, so why not? You say the greatest, um, the greatest service is the service to humanity. Yeah. I mean, what? Who else can you serve? And what makes, you know, what makes like the music more interesting is how you get us, the listeners, mm-hmm. to see it through your lens, yeah. you know, in the music. So it's from your perspective. Mm-hmm. And one record on version 1.0 that does that perfectly to me is Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Where you question, you know, the artist is questioning himself, yeah. knowing he's going through these things and he's like, I don't even know what is going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... Look at all these things I'm doing. I'm wallowing here and I'm not even thinking about tomorrow. And by listening to that, we are listening to it and saying, what am I doing right now? What do I need to be doing? Let, let's listen to, to tomorrow. And I know we will never see tomorrow. How you trick today will surely affect tomorrow. You and I know that tomorrow is tomorrow. Tomorrow we saw to for a while. I got a very weird bounce and everything I do Got them reminiscing like Pete Rock and CO Smooth Watch me go, watch me go Like a V10 under the motherfucking hood of the CO Cool I don't worry cause the beat never hurry That I can't catch up or appear to be slurry And I'm hard like Maplewood I'm the one like April Fool Ah, not the type dude that's gonna come up dead Doctors check, hunger is the cause of death Only for them to check When it comes to like relatable raps, right? I think that's what has always been missed in Nigerian hip-hop where everybody's talking about gats and guns and, you know, hey. And I get it, right? Because a lot of hip-hop artists were inspired by music that was mm-hmm. made in, in the West, right? Mm-hmm. And that's their reality. Timberland boots and baggy shorts in the East. Yeah. In the West Coast, is about slamming bitches and whatever, right? So if you, you are what you consume, mm-hmm. and that is what they, would, they were able to relay. But, you know, with the likes of MI, and then you guys come in later, to make very relatable raps. Where as a guy who's grown up in Lagos or wherever in Nigeria, mm-hmm. I relate to the police holding me or stopping me at the road or I, you know, I'm trying to toast this chick or, you know, I'm listening to somebody who sounds like me and really isn't sounding like I yeah. come from the West. I think it's super important as well. Yeah, I, I, I try to do that. And now I've learned that, you know, the, one of the responsibilities of artists is to be able to tell, you know, their story, you know, tell the story of where you're from, mm. you know, because with all the Jay-Z I've listened to, you know, going into New York, you know, and getting on the train and then I'm like, oh my God, this is bed style. Oh God. Mm. Oh my God. I'm going to Brooklyn. Oh God. You know I mean? I've never been to this place, but I've heard about, you know, all of these things and we all know all the five boroughs. Do you understand? So, Going there is like, oh, so this is what they're talking about. So imagine that, you know, it's kind of the same thing when you listen to, you know, Fella. Mm. And there's one time I was in school and then I played this song in the bus where police now so so 29 and there was a policeman on the road collecting 29 and everybody was laughing, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, you know, I feel like as an artist, it's important for you to reflect, you know, where you're from, mm. you know, and... I mean, and the people that don't do it is not because they are bad artists. I feel like you just can't, you know. If you could, you would, mm. you know, kind of thing. That's how I. So because I can, you know, I have to, you know, and also being influenced by, 
you know, Icon also, you know, being around me is the kind of, is one of the first people that I heard, you know, speed bars, the same, you know, ah, man, this is rap that has, you know, it's like, um, uh, I feel like a freestyler every time. I, I actually spit this rap sometimes, like it's me, just to look yeah. cool around people, but because I feel like a freestyler every time I come through. But meanwhile, I still want to learn Kung Fu. This nigga want to try me and my guys. Look in the eye. Motherfucker, I know they tell lie. You know, no, say I feature I'm like chicken and fries. Chop non-stop with ketchup and pepper on top. But meanwhile, I don't feel fight at all. And in voice lights of which nigga big, small. And if I venture, just try to touch the guy. That is an uh, just come on my right eye. But thanks to the Jack D and the vodka and the three shots of Henny and the 10 star, I go take this guy, man. Forget saying tick. With five of my guys and four golf sticks. The fan girls there can't shout, please don't fight. Say, shut up, my friend. We don't shack tight. And I saw person throw tear gas for air. Before we knew what was happening, smoke everywhere. All man decide to drop golf sticks and all my guys run to comfort chicks. In the midst of tear gas, my eye they fry. I can't jump a scene. I look, not the guy. I saw we can't stand one on one. He can't look me, can't laugh, can't bring out gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but imagine that. So relatable. Yeah, like, I was like, what? What? That's so crazy. Like, you know, and those are the kind of bars that, you know, inspired me. And I wanted to do, you know, stuff like that. I want, yeah, I want to sound like that. You know, I, I like for a lot. I like to be able to do things in my own accent. You know, and talk the way I want to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, so these are things that you know always inspire me and I that excite me. So I let's feel in, let's talk about your relationship with Icon. It's ah. a very, very, very special relationship. You've mentioned him across ah. all three three albums. Mm-hmm. Um, you respect him a lot. He respects you a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are like brothers. Mm-hmm. And on version one point zero, you can also hear him sprinkled all around the album. It's almost like you guys said, went in together and made an album together mm-hmm. and that has more of your vocals than his vocals. <laughs> but yeah. you could you could feel, you know, um you could you could almost feel the the relationship, yeah. you know, on the songs, whether he's backing up your vocals or his production, you also fit very well into his production. Yeah. Because it's like you have a conversation about a record, yeah, like let's go make this record together. So it's not like, oh, I have this bunch of beats. I really just want to, you know, give you and you can do whatever you want to do on it. Yeah. Yeah, especially, it's, it's, it's a very, in fact, I, I, would, I would say if there was no Icon, there would be no Black Magic, you know, because Icon is that guy who, you know, but so, so I just say the randomest things and I'm just, I just blurt out and just say rubbish all the time. And Icon is like, ah, Guy, say that thing again. What's that thing you said? Ah, that, that's mad. Oh, we can make it into a song, you know. So I, I say everything around Icon. So that's our relationship. I just we could chill the whole day playing Street Fighter, you know, and drinking beer, and then you know I just say something crazy, and Icon is like, ah, guy, that's the song. Love it, you know. Icon is the only guy who, I, you know, can be playing some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I like that. You know, and then I, I, and while he's setting up the drums, I'm like, guy, you know what? I think, imagine this song where you know, a voice just shouts, bastard. And he's like, ah, yeah, you know what? We'll make it sound like those fellow girls. And then he takes it to another level. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, that is not a sample. No. Wow. <laughs> no. I really, guys, I, re- I really thought you guys sampled, you know, um, your vocals off one of fellow songs. Nah. Wow. I, 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 I can't, is the guy. 
Okay, the listeners, if you don't know which song we're talking about, we're actually talking about <laughs> the three wise men. Yeah. Right? That record called Bastard. Bastard. Yeah. Amazing record. Yeah, Who's the third guy, by the way? Yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah. Let's let's ponder on it. You guys don't want to review who the third guy is. I mean, yeah, I mean the, the third, I mean the third wise man. When the time is right, you will It's been years, guys. You yeah. you have to you have to let it go. Yeah. I mean you never know. May just find out this year. Really? May just find out in a few weeks. May just find. Out. I mean, you never know. Are you guys? Are you just pulling our legs, or is something coming out? Well, I mean, you know, I don't want to say one thing now, then another thing happens. But I mean, you never know. You never know. That's what I'm saying. My start is such that there's no telling where I be. Let's listen to Three Wise Men. Now the step goes on. We bring our koboko and wake up the bass. You put them to sleep with your useless song And now the septum's on You bring our koboko and wake up the past Wake up the past Wake up the past Wake up the past Bring our koboko and wake up the past I'm from a place where police are hungry Where good girls with little profit for money Where big men they eat small chops are chubby And make the whole country trust the dummy Those bloody uh-huh, black magic and icon Medicinal, the melodies are quite strong wow. I'm from the place where never keep the lights on When the power goes out, everybody shout EJ, you know EJ Rainbow, black magic on replay Your weekend playlist turns to weekday This nigga right here is a mother Cocaine on the beat The three wise men, code name on the street No slave to defeat, glow flame with the heat And we preach it to the seas, the weak ass for my boys away from the crowd version 1.0 drops mm-hmm. it's a really solid album what's the reception like from your from your from your own end um how do you see the reception in the music industry because now you've dropped music right you've put yeah. it out in the industry there's mm-hmm. this whole industry thing around it right the fans love it but you also have to see how the oaps love it or the writers love it or the reviews about it and yeah. what are people saying yeah i mean the reception was was great. It was it was very great. It was I mean well I I don't I won't gauge it with um oh it was the biggest thing out there, it was the most popular thing or what everybody was talking about, but I know that it was the freshest thing out there and there was nobody sounding like that. And which is always different. My, yeah, which is always my intention. I mean, I'm not trying to add to what you already know. I'm trying to give you something new. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell people that you know, I'm. I don't want when whenever you hear, oh, so there's a brand new song from Black Magic. I want you to hear a new. I want you to try and expect what to hear and then be surprised. You know, so yeah. So um, tomorrow, the OEP is like there. People weren't really paying attention then, but then when they heard Rainbow, Rainbow was all over the radio. You know, that was one of the songs I made. You know. Uh, it was a cool FM, yeah. They called me for the first time to come and do it. That was the first radio interview I ever did. And I walked in the studio and everybody shouting, I see the different, you know. So I, I really felt, you know, super, you know, honored and amazed by it. You know, I put the album out, the marketing was shit. Um, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just doing anyways, you know. Mm-hmm. Guy from Alaba just tried to do, was just doing his own thing. I, I didn't know what was going on, but whatever. Um, after that, it was hard. It was it was hard to get the hard copies. Yeah, it would. It, it was, was hard. It was. I don't even think I have a hard copy. I think I'm not sure. 
after well was after hard. after that then um then I think by the time Recorder came out or which one was it confirm? I think from confirm then when Recorder came out it was like oh wow so we need this album now mm. Black Magic we need and then that's two point zero right yeah. But then people started asking for the album, but then it was 1.0 in the market, so they started buying. 1.0. 1.0 yeah. started moving at that point in time. So everywhere I go, they're like, Black Magic, oh, you know, I heard your album, but how come Record is not inside? You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and I had to explain that every, every time. Every time, like 20 times a day. You know, but then now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, that's actually a great thing because they, were, they weren't, they didn't complain that, oh, well, ah, I go. I go put, you know, this album out and this one of this. So they weren't mad that those songs were in the black. Ah, I loved it, but you know, I was waiting for that other song. I think you know? a lot of people went back to the first album. Yeah. A lot of people rediscovered it 12 months, 18 months, even yeah. two years after it was released. Yeah. And, you know, it was like a resurgence again and they heard the songs and the songs are obviously really good. Yeah. And yeah, people just loved it. People loved it. Yeah, you know. The so journey is always different for everybody. Yeah, so... And being my organic self, I I wanted to make sure, you know, that you know it was it was real, and then it was real because I would always see people come up to me and be like, "Oh, I really love this jam, I really love this jam," and then I think they're talking about the one I was on the radio, mm-hmm. but then they're talking about, "Oh, every goddamn city, oh my god!" I'm like, "What?" You know, and then I and then I did the live Black Magic live, mm-hmm. the first one ever, and it was packed. Like super packed. I remember back then it was Amber Creek. It was super packed. And I didn't expect it. Like nobody, like there was zero marketing, zero like I didn't I didn't know that anybody even knew me like that or everyone really wanted to hear my music. But the whole Amber Creek was packed, like over four hundred people. Hmm. You know. Amber Creek follow more. Yeah. It was crazy. And that was the first live thing I ever did. So it was amazing. And then, you know, the album, you know, if you, when you paid for the gift, you got the album also. So, yeah. The was great. Was, let's listen to one more, two more songs. Let's listen to Falling Off, version one thing. I'm a foreigner, I'm just here for a while. The difference is clear, you got here from the side. Baby girl, I can love you, I can take you to the eye. I got my dreams in my heart, success on my mind. They call me Black Magic, baby, you don't know It's the syndicate boss, got a Hugo flow And I let it come freely, but no, I can't force it Collect my small tin till I'm holding like forces Got more talk than V10 Porsches I think school's cool, but I hate those courses I'm kidding in the booth, so they call it abortion Not from here, so they call me a Martian I'm local, me no need visa, come here All I need is one beer, MCs, they all dead In the red room, they call me EJ And I could break it down and put it up in three days it's a miracle, it's not voodoo, but it's spiritual. The way I get them tripping when I'm flipping on the lyrical, I give them original. And no one, they'd rather buy coke and gala and the whole up than roll up. You know what? I'm a foreigner, I'm just here for a while. The difference is clear, you got here from the side. Baby girl, I can love you, I can take you to the eye. One track that stands out for me also on Black Magic version 1.0 is Never Will You. Yeah, that's icon. It's different. Mm. What was going through your mind when you did that record? Can you remember? Ah, man. So, I, I, there's just these songs that I, I, so I don't really think about why when I'm singing it because that that's the only way I can be really honest because when I start thinking about it, you start processing, you start 
Mm. But if, if I just say it as I, like I create it first and then I have to go back and then I play these records back to myself to kind of hear, okay, so what, so what are we talking about? What are we doing? You know, so, wow. so, it's, so it's like almost like a trance kind of. So I'm coming up with these lyrics and it's like something, some, somebody's inside there is telling me what to do. It's like, okay, yeah, so this is what I'm supposed to say. This is what I'm supposed to say. And then when the record is done before I can zone out and then, you know, listen to it again, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, but... So, so how do you make corrections? Do you like, or it's just one take, you let it go, you let it go? Or you're like, I no, need no, to no, switch I, up this verse, I need to take this out, I need yeah, to put this if, back in. If I hear it and, you know, if it sounds great to me, if it doesn't, then I'm like, nah, oh, what is that? You know, and then I'll take it out, so just do it. But to me, I do what feels right to me, and I'm not really trying to please anybody else but myself because I'm my greatest critic. So once I start going on, it's like when I'm doing me, myself, and I, you know, promise that you won't let me die. I hear you call inside my head always every day, always. So that's like a... It's like a real thing. If I, if I tell you there's a spirit in my head that's you know, the spirit inside of me that's telling me, yo, you know, this is our P, you know, do this or do that, you know. It's sometimes I wake up and it's just it's just singing. You know, so let me tell you one cruise that happened to me in school then. So it's like Rainbow is that song where so imagine I'm trying to read for my exams. It's the mind you, I was always back and forth on the road. Lagos been in, Lagos been, Lagos been just chasing the music I wanted to do. And then, so it's like, I'm trying to read for this exam. And then it's like, is this, it's almost like, is it, there's another me and he just stands right beside me and he's just in my table. He's like, guy, 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 you didn't know that. You can make some badass jams. Like imagine, like imagine the Nigerians who never, they're always singing baby this, baby that. You know what? How about you make a song called Rainbow? Imagine Rainbow. Imagine that now, just that. So we can do so. So the whole chorus is a bunch of different ideas that just, you know, I see the different colors of the rainbow. Which one I could take? I'm like, okay, no, no. But it's like, okay, yellow, purple, be alright. I'm like, okay, that's a different thing. What if all of them are the same? You supposed to. So this guy is talking to me, and I can't concentrate on what I'm reading. And I'm like, please God, if if this guy, if I could just get a clear head to just finish this exam. So that's why. So. Uh, Ever since I've always bought phones that had recorders, mm-hmm. I, the only way for me to get my piece back or, you know, is to record that idea. And once I put that idea down here, then he comes down like, okay, I do what okay. you're doing, <laughs> kind of thing, you know. So, yeah. So when these songs, so Icon is that guy who, when I sing these songs, me myself and I, I promise that you won't let me die. I hear you call inside my head always every mm. day, always every day. You are gonna you are not gonna take me out this time. Never will you make me run this time. You know, so now if I think about it, it's like you know, that thing and listen to yourself. You know, telling you, hey, me, myself, and I, you know, mm. this is three of us. You promise that you won't let me die, because I'm you and you are me, you know. Mm. So it's that conversation. I hear you calling inside my head always every day. You're not going to take me out. You can't <laughs> you can't kill me. I'm here just and there's something that we're meant to do. Do it. Kind of so, that's the, the magic of it. You promise that you won't let me die. I hear you call inside my head. Always every day. Always every day. You are not gonna take.
take me out this time Never will you make me run this line You are not gonna take me out this time Never will you make me run this line Always every day Me, myself, and I You promised that you won't let me die I hear you call inside my head Always every day, always every day You are not gonna take me out this time Never will you make me run this line You are not gonna take me out this time Never will you make me run this line Always every day It's such a spiritual record <laughs> It is Because yeah. you can also interpret it to anything Isn't That's that's the great thing Isn't that like the great thing It's like When you get like messages or you know, you read books or mm-hmm. even like Bible stuff, you know. It's just a quote, but then it, it means something. You read it again in a different situation and it means something. So it's like just these powerful messages that it's saying something. If you're not paying attention, it's not saying anything to you, but it's saying mm-hmm. something to someone, you know. Like actually now I was listening to it and I was like, oh, me, myself, me, myself, and I and I, you know. And how to say, oh, I and I is, is God. Mm-hmm. Me myself, you know, you, you, you promise that you won't let me mm. die. Mm. You, know? Mm. you know, I hear you call inside my head. You know, always, you know, so it's, you know, feels like everything really want to try the boy. So I'm caught up in a way of black spider boy. boy. What's really going on? Every day is a war. Only people on my side is me and myself and I. I'm looking. I'm looking for the sky. I'm looking at the sky, and I'm wishing I could fly. There's a whole lot of gravity. Now they're calling my own dreams insanity. Mm. I turn Nazis to paparazzis. Now they're gonna watch me bring it to reality. You know, so, so that's the whole thing. And like, I can't write that down. Come up with it. You know, it's a whole. So you don't pen? Not really. Wow. So like sometimes I write ideas, but I. I almost can never spit what I wrote. Mm-hmm. So what I what I wrote is just there. I'm gonna be looking at it, but then I'm going to do something else. I don't know why. Well, so again, after version 1.0 drops, this is the first time in limelight, right? Mm-hmm. How do you do with all of that? Because now, I mean, you've been clubbing, you've been going out, you've probably mm-hmm. been going to shows, you're hanging out mm-hmm. with Syndicate Records crew, you're mm-hmm. part of them, right? But this is the first time the spotlight is on you as an artist. Mm-hmm. How do you start to handle that? I mean, I mean, I think I did very, very badly. I've just, I've just not been a. Um, I mean, you know. So back then, everybody loves attention, you, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't. There's a kind of attention I don't like. I don't want everybody's attention. You, you know, I want your attention, but I don't want your attention. I want you to pay attention to the thing I'm doing, but not pay attention to me. It's not, it's not about me, you know, kind of thing. So it's like, I got to like to go out, but I'm shy. I don't want everybody to focus on me and what I'm saying. I'm just want to speak to the people I'm speaking to. And then we mm-hmm. can just, you know, have a great time because that way I can be myself, you know, but when it now starts turning to, Oh yeah, superstar. Yeah. This, yeah, that. Ah, I don't really do well as a superstar. I'm just a regular guy, you know, and 
you know, feel, I feel like a vessel to something great, you know. Something great is it's just a thing you do. So when people look at me and they're like, oh, like my, you know, I'm really on, I'm really tripped that, wow, are you serious? Wow, that's mad, you know. That's crazy and I'm glad you're, you're feeling like that, but, you know, I handled it badly and I used to take many things personal. Yeah, so it was like, when they're treating black magic a certain way, I'm like, I think like they're treating me a certain way. I'm like, no, you know, I'm not like that. So I say badly because I couldn't be the superstar that anybody expected me to be. I couldn't do what, you know, I always did what I thought was, what felt good to me and what was real to me. And yeah, but I mean, I learned a lot about myself and, you know, about fame and, the whole situation of everybody just wanted to talk to you at the same time. Um, I want to read to you a last paragraph of a review that I published on a website I was working at, the NetNG. Ah, and yeah. it, it, the review was done by Ayo Tire. You you just saw him. He oh, was, Yeah, you just said hi to him. He oh. was one of the guys outside now. Oh, okay. And this was done when? This was done in... March 2012. So that's what, eight years ago. Wow, yeah. And he said, after listening to his debut project, one thing is clear. Black Magic is the most original Afrobeat artist in Nigeria. He and Icon, the project's producer, are bringing innovation to the scene. On paper, Black Magic's style shouldn't work, but it does. His singing, funny style rap, and Icon's leftist beats shouldn't blend to create music, but they do. Black Magic 1.0 is bold, daring, challenging, and refreshingly creative. His music might be an acquired taste, but after a few spins, you'll be hooked by his magic. Black Magic never felt so good. Mm. It kind of just captures, you know, the yeah. album. One thing though, you are now classed as a rapper. How did you feel about that? Because that was the first, you know, everything moves in classes, whether it's the music, they have to put it on that genre, they have mm-hmm. to put the artist on that genre because they have to give you an award, you know? And so people start to class you and put you in boxes. Mm-hmm. So you're classed as a rapper. How did that make you feel? I mean, it did It didn't make me feel bad. I mean, I, I take it. I think I'd be more, you know, I'd feel more somehow about somebody calling me a singer than... Like, oh, that singer, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, rapper. I mean, what? Jay-Z is a rapper. Biggie was a rapper. What? Of course, I wouldn't mind being a rapper. But, yeah. I mean, I just do what I do, man. What is rap? But, I, I mean, I do what feels right. If I feel like singing, you know, I feel like singing. People always try to say, oh, you know, you should rap to this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's what you think. But how, fun, how much fun would it be in me doing what you think? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do what you think. I'm trying to do what I think. Which is the weird thing, but I mean, I don't feel anywhere about it. People say rapper, people always try. There's always a need to classify, and I can't control what you think. I'm like, okay, I can only tell you what's this is my own, you know. It's a it's a mixture of Afrobeats, a mixture of hip hop, it's a mixture of soul. So I'll sing, you know, hip hop, I rap, you know, Afrobeats. I give you that in that Nigerian. Mm-hmm. The original thing, you know, so I just mix mine different. I think years down the line, you know, um, hip hop and Afrobeats and all the genres have kind of blended. Mm-hmm. And I think that specific tag to you as a rapper has kind of dwindled a bit, even mm-hmm. though everybody knows Black Magic can speak bars, but they now mm-hmm. consider you an artist, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And 
I mean, again, you have to put people in boxes. I'm not a very big fan of it nowadays because I feel every artist is born to do what they have to do, really. Yeah. And, you know, when you do put people in boxes, it kind and um, if, if the artist isn't, was it, strong-willed enough, mm-hmm. they kind of want to then fit into that narrative yeah. because people have put them in there. Yeah. Which, which is I kind of thing I happen with this alter thing where people are like, oh, alter, I'm, I'm like, but, yeah, shout out to Alter guys, but I'm not I'm not Alter. Just that just oh, people have tagged you as like one of the originators or like the early facilitators of yeah quotes Alter music. What do you think about that? I mean, that's an honor because I mean I'm here to like I said you know add you know different color to the, the palettes of what's already going on. So if I created something and then it becomes a thing that can go mainstream, yeah, you know, because I. I believe that, you know, in life, just knowing who you are, they're the messengers, they're the messengers, they're the scientists, and they're the teachers. Mm. And then there's everybody else who just works or learns. You know, so the messengers are the ones that bring ideas from the other side, you know, and bring it, and then everybody's like, uh-huh. And then the scientists need to figure out, reverse engineer, okay, so this is what's, Oh, it's okay. So this is how to apply made, this. Yeah, this is how he really made it work, you know. And then when they do that, and then they give it to the teachers, and then teachers can teach other people. Like, oh, well, if you want to do music, there's a way to do it. This is a way to do it. You know, Black Magic did it like this. You can understudy him. Uh, Jay Z did it like this. You can understudy him. And then where know. do you fall? Oh, I feel like I'm a messenger. You know, I'm just their new ideas from from the, that other side. They were. I had to bring it to you guys to make you, you know, enjoy the music more, see what else is possible. Because that's, to me, that's what it's about. Like, you know, Nigeria is a place where people, you know, there's a bandwagon culture, mm-hmm. which makes it kind of, it's kind of a problem and also a good thing if you're trying to do something different. Because it means that there are not many things that people have tried, <laughs> you know, Yes, it's everywhere with our clothes, with our food. Somebody just puts, you know, at the red line inside the jacket. Oh my God, it looks like a new. I'm like, wow, <laughs> really? You know, it's like food. You know, somebody's you know, shredded meat with suya pepper and put it inside bread. Says, like, okay, but these are all things that need to be done. We need to, you know, refine ourselves and. Mm-hmm. start to do like like Nollywood is doing movies not only one kind of movies you know do another kind you know tell a different stories tell other stories but in our own way not in their own way you know it's just it's just sad but I mean people people will be you know you can't be more than what you are so if you're a messenger or you're a scientist or you're a teacher or you're a learner you know because that's, there's only one you'll be able to excel, excel yeah. at, you know. Yeah. You know, like I said, there's the person with the, like I said, it takes a Mike Tyson, you know, it takes somebody seeing Mike Tyson and taking him to Gustamato. That guy knows Gustamato and that guy sees Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is just Mike Tyson. And that guy knows he can't play Gusto. Yeah, yeah Gustamato. Gustamato's yeah. role. He knows yeah. he can't play the role. He, because that he's playing his role. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just like football, right? It's like football. We we all need you don't you don't win a match just by getting a great striker and one great defender. No, 
You need great defender. You need your defenders to do their job, your goalkeeper to do his job, your left back to do his job, and your midfielders to do their job, and your striker to do his job. So if everybody focuses on their own job and they do it right, then that's the way it works. Not everybody trying to be a striker, everybody trying to be, you know, a defender, you know, kind of thing. Going into Black Magic version 2.0, mm-hmm. right? Which I think sounds more lighthearted. Uh-huh. Um, I think version 1.0 was you were in discovery mode, yeah. especially presenting to the world yourself for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think you are more uh, confident. I think mm-hmm. you were very confident in the first one, right? Yeah. But confident in a, you know what, I'm going to break down the door and just tell you this is who I am. But in mm-hmm. 2.0, you are now in Zen mode and you can see from the cover art, right? Mm-hmm. The first one, it's almost like you're reaching yeah. for something, right? Mm-hmm. The second one, your eyes are turned backwards yeah. and you're relaxed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And for me, that kind of just defines the album where you're in. I know who I am. I'm very mm-hmm. confident about who I am. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to now listen to what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And... The first track, actually, R.I.P., right, kind of defines the mood of the album. Yeah. So going into this album quite interesting version 2.0 mm-hmm. more features mm-hmm. a lot more features mm-hmm. um less icon mm-hmm. no syndicates mm-hmm. tell us about 2.0 where you were as an artist creating this album um it was a, i was in a, i was in a place i mean um discovering myself so 2.0 I'm I'm fresh off of the whole syndicate, you know, thing and you know, people. You know, it was it was just a a mindset thing. Like in, in my own mind, I felt like I was doing, you know, I felt like an asset to myself, like, yo, I'm something great that I can, you know, push and I can do, you know, but not everybody, you know, felt like that. And it was almost a, oh. Can you do it again? No, no. Almost like, oh, it's because you have a syndicate that. I was like, okay. So my mindset was, fuck that. You know, you know, but, um, so that was where B.O.B. was born, you know, you know, based on belief. And, and yeah, so basically believing myself and I believe, and I'm like, okay, let's see now. And, you know, funny enough, I made, you know, one of the the record that would come to define that moment, you know, requested from that, you know, from that project and with that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was kind of what sparked the whole album, you know, because I made requested with Zells and then I made Fantasy with T Flavor and, you know, we finished making the song Fantasy and then, you know, he, he was playing it back to me before we were about to leave his house. And then I was like, I just heard the bars again. I was like, "Whoa, like, bro!" You know, I told you that I played the songs back to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, this, "What do you?" I said there, you know. 
And I was like, you know, okay, 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 before we go, let me just do one more, you know, one more skit. And he's like, okay, you know, well, intro. And I was like, ah, you are now the man, Abi. You know, based on belief, you know, and then from there. Kind of picked up. Yeah. The whole B.O.B. thing was born. And, and then Tifa would play like six other beats. And every beat he played, I had a song for it already. You know, every beat me had, had a song for it. And R.I.P. was one night we had gone out, drank stupid, and then came back. And then it was, you know, because we love music. So it's not like, you know, it was not really like works. When he came back, he's like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, ah, bro. You know, and then so we, so we made that song. And then the energy just continued throughout the whole album. So that state of mind is what you guys don't see. You guys don't see that black magic is... You understand you should have been glad to keep me but anyways so if you, if you didn't see you weren't part of the meant to be part of the story so i'll be okay so that's my mind state is me you know i can do it you know and everything i touch at that point you know i'd make me record i wanted to make a song and my brother told me yo do a song go for me i was like ah, i won't do a song go for me because these, these are people that i respected you know and the film was really great mm-hmm. and you know wants to do session with Shay Shay. I was like, oh, I have Roger Femi's contacts. And I was like, are you serious? And then she called him and then I reached out to him and then we made Pass You By. And the funny thing is, even some people on my team were like, oh, I have Roger Femi. Why can't you feature? I'm like, you guys don't know what's going on. You know, then before you know it, boom. Five months after, Double Wilder drops and it's... It's a hit. It's, you know, fucking everything up, you know. And it's like, oh, guy, that Roger Femi guy, oh my God, you know. And and like, I just, so I just put out my own song, you know, pass you by and boom, you know. So so this is this was you record. Wow, this is before Double Hala. Yes, sir. So he's he's just like you know little old Orisha Femi in 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 mainstream space now. Orisha yeah. Femi is a god, right? Yeah. When it comes to like konto music in Ajigunle, oh, you know, a and street legend yeah, the street legend. I think the Double Hala album is probably his fourth or fifth album. Rashafem is that big, you know, in that space. So I get it why people were like, "Hmm, why do you want to do a record with Rashafemi? They probably didn't know how much of... Yeah, they didn't know. I I had to put them on. What? I had to put them on all of his jams. You know, I don't shy you, I don't shy you, I don't shy you, my eye don't close. Rashafemi, I know go kwame. Anything you do me, I know send. Rashafemi is a legend, you know. Yeah. So... I mean, so I, I even made the song, you know, imagine his voice, and then when he sang it, it was me, and he was like, yo, bro, do you mind if I add some? Bro, please add, please add, you know, and then he added, oh, I'll borrow me. I said, where would they blow me? Crazy. Let's listen yeah. to Pastor God. Papa God blessing, you, I'll go pass you by. He go bless you, so tell them go ask you why. Only bad belly people, they go pass you by. Cause Baba God, no go let you die. Oh, you will let you fly. Over the obstacle, you defend sometimes. Oh, you just have to try. Me Baba God blessing, you, I go pass you by. Um, we're talking about features, right? Norisha yeah. Femi, fantastic feature. You also had a record with Sasha. Confirm was also a yeah. huge yeah. hit. 
yeah, and the, and these are these are all songs that I was just inspired. Like I had like imagine, you know. I'm and once again, these are artists that I respect, you know, and I would love to do, you know, records with. So as friends with Sasha P, and then you know she came clutch on the record. Loki, when we recorded that song, she <laughs> you you sort of brought her back. You know, because Sasha then, you know, moved into fashion. She was doing a lot. Yeah. And, you know, she's found a way to stay very relevant, even though she doesn't release music that much. So it was good to also hear her rap again and say, wow, she still has it. Sasha is great and she still has it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to produce an album for her, you know. Please do, please do. To, she's an amazing artist. Yeah, she is. And it's almost like, you know, some years later, she kind of rediscovered herself. You can see it from the conversations she has or the kind of messages she puts out on her social media. She she has now sort of elevated herself into a space where, you know, she's very confident and she knows what she wants. Yeah. Very deliberate about her actions. (laughs) Does anything, I I feel like in in our culture, you know, failure is not really promoted like Mm. that. Mm. Ah, you fail. It's a shameful thing. Nah, G. I'm ready to fail. I'm ready to fail. In fact, I want to fail. Let, let me see if you'll fail. You know, that's the only way because if you don't free yourself, you, you start holding yourself to this standard that, oh, we have to do this or we have to do that. You know, I know you. when you do, you fail. You, I mean, not just do anyhow, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. the only thing that becomes a standard is it's like version one. Before I made version one, I made like a like a hundred songs, you know, some of them were just choruses, some of them were just raps I never really used, but it's like, yeah, fine tuning, you know, you miss, 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 hits, oh, okay, and then you, you kind of guess what your range is, you know, where your strength is, mm-hmm. and then you can build off of that, so, yes, so Sasha's a great artist, all the features that I had in the album, you know, one with Banky. One Banky is so good. Ah, you know. How did you get to work with Banky? Because well, it's a very strange collaboration, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and Banky's rapping. Yeah, and and these are all relationships that I had, you know, initially, you know, around that time in Rock with it's such a big song. Oh mm-hmm. God, everybody's you know, talking about it, and then, you know, so I reached out to Banky, and then yo, boom, he came clutch, and he liked the record because I sent him the record, and he heard it, and you know. Like the same thing, I played or show me the record that I had, you know, and like that place I should be the record that I had for her, and she liked it, you know. So, so in my head, when I feature, when I want to feature artists, I, you know, I kind of put my head in their space and what how I want them to sound and just create this thing. And so far, so good. I feel like I'm in a three or a three or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you also had a record, am I? Oh, yes, yes. That was too favorable. Also, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right, so um, I want to talk about this record, right? When I heard this record, of course, I think I even wrote an article about it immediately uh, because it blew my mind. You know the record I'm talking about, My N-Words. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. the most hip-hop record. You know, it's Icon. Yeah. You, don't, you don't expect anything less, you know? And when Icon mm-hmm. goes into his hip-hop bag, like he really goes into his hip-hop bag, yeah. and you kind of killed, you know, the verses, you know, uh, with, with the Scarface. Uh, oh, Scarface, right? Yeah. The that, Scarface intro. Yeah, but that, that was easy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just remember. The intro. Yeah, that's easy. You know, I would have thought that was, you know, Al Pacino from a movie, from one of these mob movies. 
Yeah, these. I mean, but I heard black magic in it, and I'm like, when it was, I'm like, when I was watching that movie, I didn't hear any of, I didn't hear Pacino say black magic. So I thought you guys had maybe put that in there. No, that's all voice acting, you know. Fantastic. They're just trying to do a little bit more. That's one of those. I mean, that jam, you know. So I, I basically made the whole album, and then I'm like. I told Icon, yo, there's this record that you have to make. It stands out from yeah. the album. You know, it's it stands out almost like a yeah. sore thumb, but it's really good. So you can't call it a sore thumb. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it stands out. You know, it doesn't yeah. fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Even so, though you like it on the album, but you know, no, this record is different. Yeah, different. First of all, this Icon that produced it. Mm-hmm. This is the only record Icon has produced. Mm-hmm. These other records are sounding like this. Yeah. So you know, you know, it's different. Yep. And. So when I'm, I told Icon, you know, do you have to, this is the record that you have to, you know, so when I told him the idea, he's like, ah, okay, so we're making this thing before and, you know, because of time, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 sounding good, you know, and I was already going with it. And then maybe like three hours into it, Icon was like, you know what? No. I was like, no, what? When Icon said, no, everybody's scared, like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, Those kind of like, producers... Yeah, Icon yeah. like, you know, it's epic or nothing. I'm like, huh? It's mm. like, don't worry, epic or nothing. And he just did the whole thing and starts from scratch. But then when he starts from scratch and I hear it, I'm like, ah, oh my God. Now you put me on a place in a place where I had to take the beats home, keep it for like two weeks. <laughs> you know, every now and then I'll come back and be like, yo, Icon, you know, so I'm still thinking about this job. <laughs> I, he actually gave me, he gave me, he said, yeah, you know, so the way I was thinking, you deliver, you know, maybe you can go something like, so I written this whole thing, notes and notes and notes, but, but then he gave me that, a wise man once said, those who know things have been through it, so you gotta go to, so when he told me, he gave me that line, I was like, oh, I get what you're saying, so I was on the right track, you know, and then, so the rest of the song just, it just gave me the confidence to say, yo, yeah. You know? Wow. So then I did the first verse and then I used the line for the second yeah. one. And, yeah. All right, so, let's let's listen to my M words. Yeah. Yo, I said, based don't believe in the streets is on. Syndicate, not really. All I need is icon. Black magic, baby, trying to figure out the recipe. She got a pretty smile, guess she bringing out the best of me. Say I broke her heart, she'd have vexed with me. Slave to the change, and I came in the game. Won't leave it the same. Put the blame on me. Put the blame on me. Came through with the same on me. I only say names, it's worth mentioning To elevate, I think there's some agreements worth entering And some just make me wanna say some shit worth censoring Dear fuckery, to whom we're well accustomed I really wanna say that truly you're not welcome When you talking about the friends I'm with Love and loyalty, don't give a fuck about your Benjamins B.O.B. over everything, believe This one's for my niggas, my niggas, my real niggas, only my niggas, my niggas, my niggas, my real niggas. A wise man once said, those who know things have been through it. So you gotta go through those things and just do it. White Nikes pull those strings, lace up my Air Jordans and I'm taking off. Who knew that I would be that guy? Foreigner without a visa. Black Magic. Two records from Kid Connect. The record with Banky and mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. 
What's your relationship like with Connect making music? I mean, our Connect is Kid Connect. Yeah, Kid Connect is amazing. Um, the funny thing is, all these producers have dif- different, you know, styles that they that they bring. You know, if I'm going to T Flavor, I know the kind of record, you know, that I want to create. You know, I'm going to Kid Connect. Connects giving you those drums, hip hop. That's that's a bounce that not even icon is not, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and then yeah, so there's T Flavor, there's Connect, there's Remy, there's you know, so they all have their own different sources. But K Connect, just what guys when making music, Connect is just a weird guy. You know, when he's in his head, he's just I'm just talking. I just talk a lot. So just feeding him all the things in my head and he just keeps going. So even Africa, you know, making that, that, that song, I, I've been in the studio, we're making these records, you know, and then, you know, I went to the bathroom and then when I go to the bathroom, he starts playing this other beat. Just, I just start hearing, you know, just the, the bass thing playing. And then by the time I'm done in the bathroom, I come back out, then connect, I switch the jam. I'm like, no, no, there was something playing. What was that other thing that was playing? <laughs> You know, and he's like, oh, it's not, it's not done. It's just some, I said, let me hear it. And then, ah, I was like, guy, you know, this is the kind of, you know, and I was excited. I was, you know, I was, this is the kind of jam now, you know, take it easy. Hey, Africa, you know. You know and, then, and then he started, set up the drums and then it was a go from there. You know, we made that song and then Vector called me up one day. He's like, ah, you know, EJ Alpha, you know, me will do remix for this one. Take it easy. For where? Africa. You know, I was like, oh, okay. And then that's how the remix was born. Record is verse. You know, I called Reminence. Reminence came through. Sent it to Fino. Fino came through also. So, you know. So in, so in the end, yeah. K-Connect is, is great. The, we made, we made a bunch of, we made, I'm sure we made like maybe like five, six. Records. Yeah. Yeah. One more. Yeah, some records that we haven't put out and I'm sure we'll put some more out this year. Connect has another style that's different. It's just different. And those are the guys I'm looking for now. You know. Connect. Come home. Keep connect, no. Or stay connect. back. No, no. I look I know I know how to catch you connect. I I just go to Yankee to look for him. I'm just gonna be like connect, you know. Just send me, you know, fat check first. Say, yo, I need some, I need work. No, connect there. It's part of the movement. Because we need, and, and you know, and right now, I don't even see it as just, you know, means of livelihood or whatever. It's something that needs to be done. You need to play your part, you know, just like you are playing your own part, you know, in doing whatever you're doing. You, you might think you're doing it because, oh, you know, it's, it's a great thing to do. You know, those are the ideas you have. It will make you stand out, it will make you great, but that's your part of your purpose and it's important because, you know, if Bill Gates didn't give us, you know, the personal computer in Microsoft, we won't be, there's no Google, right? Mm. You know, there's no Google, there's no Android, mm. you know. You know, no Android, no, you know. So, I mean, so it's important for what you, for you to do your own part so that the next generation can do their own part. And, you know, just like if fella didn't do, if all we had was Shino Peters and Sonia Ade, I don't think we'll have... Black Magic or Burner Boy or any mm. or any other person, you know. 
but he had to do what he needed to do. Not worthy of admiration. People say, oh, you know, who you help, you know? I remember having a conversation where um, some artist, I'm not going to say that name, but he's like, oh, that was a foolish man. I'm, I'm like, okay. You know, and, I, and I've learned people only understand life from where they're coming from. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. If you are always poor, it's natural for you to worry about money. But mm. if you are born rich, then you would have greater goals in life, you know. Mm. Anybody, any idiot can make money. I can buy, start buying orange on the road and start selling that I'll make money, you know. And so I don't need to make anything to make money, right? I just take what you have. I can sell it. You know? Yeah. You know, but what it takes to create something and pioneer it's different. something. Yeah, it's important. And it's important where we need to get out of the mentality of just money because once money becomes God then everything goes. That's why, you know, you go to the Niger Delta, you know, because of this oil, we're polluting the goddamn land, you know, people can't fish anymore. You know, we can't even do tourism, you know, the islands out there we're traveling to other places to go and look at small mountains and small waterfalls. Meanwhile, the ones we have here were, were shitting in the water before, we're polluting with oil, we're dumping trash in there because we don't give a shit, you know, because we can't sell it for money. We can't see the direct, mm. you know. Conversion. Yeah, conversion. But if you love your environment and you love your thing, then people want to visit, you know, but we're not thinking about that because it's not directly for only me. It has to be my own, you know, kind of thing. It's just a wrong mentality. You know, it's like with, if there was no icon, there wouldn't be any black magic, you know. For there to be black magic, there needs to be an icon. Just like for there to be a fella, there needs to be Tony Allen. Yeah. You know, so there's a whole, there's a whole movement, you know. Black magic version 3.0. Mm. That's where we are right now. Yeah. I heard the album. Um, and it's, again even more confident than 2.0. Now, Mm -hmm. this album to me sounds like I'm here, I have nothing to prove, I've shown you guys, and I'm just here to speak my mind. Yeah. That's what the album sounds like. So from every verse, every hook, um, the message as well. Mm -hmm. Again, I think you've even doubled down more on the message because I think you as a person, you've also grown Mm -hmm. and you've experienced more. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it as being a regular person. You've experienced it as being a creator. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you have a responsibility to share your experience mm-hmm. and the message. Mm-hmm. That's how I see the album. Yeah. And and that's, that's I mean, that's exactly what it is. You know, ver- version one, I'm trying to show you, I'm just, you know, how crazy it can get. You mm-hmm. know, you know, version two, you know, still, I'm trying to show you, okay, this is black magic based on belief, you know. You know, I believe myself such that I can do whatever the heck I want, you know. And then, you know, that's done in version three is is now getting to, now, now mind you, the, you know, these versions are all like, you know, like therapy sessions, you know, because I'm actually telling you something I'm going through, but people just see it as music and it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Because Rainbow is all about confusion, you know, t- tomorrow is all, you know, it's confusion, anxiety, you know, what to do, what not to do, you know, do I know what I'm going to do, what do I want to be in, in this life, all of that, different colors of the rainbow. Um, version two is 
me believing in myself and doing, you know, talking about the things that I want to, how I want to see how I can slow it down, you know, you guys are too fast. Let me slow it down a little bit, you know. How about that? You know, let's go a little left field. You know, have you ever seen, you know, Fino reminisce and Vector on the track before Black Magic? Mm. You know, after I did it, then it became a thing. Everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, so it's fine. So I'm I'm glad to pioneer, you know, th- you know, things to slow down the music, speed it up, whatever. But now version three is now me addressing myself. You know, telling you things that I've gone through and, you know, speaking my mind, being as vulnerable as possible, you know. So this, so the, the next level is vulnerability and self-discovery, you know. I can say anything I want, you know. I could be cocky. I can be this, you know, confident guy, but behind all of that, there's a real person, you know, real issues. And, you know, so, so the whole album is kind of like a, a story of where I've been and the things that have been going on. You know, from soon to cooler to for more, you know, and the, the whole album kind of tells a story. You know, soon is it's kind of like, oh, okay, um, yeah, everybody's waiting. How far? Where you did? You know, mm. but you know, and then it, it kind of puts you under pressure. But no, I shouldn't be under pressure because you want something, you know. You know, it's not like when you plant yam, the yam is under pressure because you want it. No, you wait for you. Like, hey, okay. You know, when a woman is pregnant, you're not going to be under pressure and be like, ah, we need you in three months, you know? It's okay. We're going to wait. We know it's going to take nine months. Okay. From the ninth month, we can start to expect how far now, you know? Don't so, let it cook. Yeah. So you, everything has to go through the natural process, you know? So if black magic is a, is a plant, you know? So, so in the upgrade, I lost myself. You know, and I had to find myself again. You know, and sometimes it's it's kind of you know like a like a magic trick, right? Um, you know, make something disappear, everybody's like, ah, and then you bring it back, oh, and then they clap, you know, kind of thing. So, what's it called? The prestige, you know. Um, so it's me making that upgrade, losing myself, finding myself again, and then telling you how I did it and the things that I went through. Because there are many people out there who are, you know, going through the same things, you know. So soon, waiting for the sunrise, waiting for the moonlight, you know. Your time is your own time. Your time is different from my own time. What you're waiting for might not be the same thing I'm waiting for. You know, some people are like, ah, man, 7 a.m. I go collect that check, make it happen. By that time, that 7 a.m. is doing collecting your own checks. Somebody else is chilling like, ah, man, 9 p.m. I get that meeting with those guys, you know. So everybody's kind of, waiting for the, you know, while some animals are going to sleep, some people are waking up, you know, some people are sleeping in the daytime because they know that it's, they run a club, you know, lounge at night, that's when it gets active, you know, some people are running daytime restaurant, you know, so basically it's just about cool down, you know, soon. It'll happen soon, patience, waiting for the sunrise, waiting for the moonlight, you know, at times on it, and um, cooler, it's kind of, same thing also, but Kula is kind of, it's more like um, getting, treating my anger, you know, anger issues, or things that, things that vex you normally, they, which they shouldn't. Yeah, so it's that voice in my head just saying, keep it cool, you know, cool, you know, cool mm-hmm. 
I calm down, you know. And um Yeah, so let's 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 play some. Nothing but the best, but I'm fucking with the rest though. Pass the test, got the expo. Can't let go, cause you know I got the papers. Rolling up smoke. I also noticed up. that um this is the shortest album. Every other album has crossed the one hour mark. This is yeah. about fifty fifty-four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-one minutes. You also cut down on the number of collaborations. Yeah, um to me. I mean, as much as, you know, it's the music um, business, you know, for me, creating my art is more about what fits or what can make it greater. You know, there were some songs I wanted to feature some artists on and then, you know, it didn't come through, but then I understood why it didn't come through, you know. It made sense, Mm -hmm. you know, after, I mean... Right from record that I wanted to feature somebody on it, you know, it didn't come through. I'm like, okay, put it on myself. I'm like, okay, it makes sense, you know. Really, record that was meant to have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it just goes back to the whole based on belief thing, you know. When you don't get something you want, it means that maybe, maybe it's it's meant to be. Yeah. You know, so I just cut down the um, the features. I figured that I didn't really need features but then there's some that I wanted like Thames you know I really wanted to do a song with Thames yeah because I because I love her she's one of the she's doing it different you know she, mm-hmm. she has her own unique style so I wanted to really mess her I feel like doing a project with her anyways yeah like more but soon was really good um did you guys have a discussion before the record came out did you write on the spots no, no, no. Um, I would if we did that. Ah, it would it would have been, you know, by far. Yeah, more amazing. But but no, because of schedules and stuff, we didn't have enough time to be in the same place. So I just sent the record and I said, oh, you know, this is what I like you to do. Initially, it was there was a version with, with just me, and then I was like, oh, you know, it fits for her to, and she liked it. So I'm like, okay, you know, if you do it like this. Mm-hmm. And then she put her own spin on it. So, yeah. You also work with Sparks on this album. So the production is, again, yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this, it was, I mean, the energy is reflective of the time and also the, you know, yeah, basically the time, you know, where I'm at mentally, where I'm at, you know, so it's this kind of a mood that all of, there were there's lots of songs that, just didn't fit because they weren't in the same, they didn't fit in the same vibe. I wanted it to have kind of, not the same sound, but the same mood, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. 
And what were the sessions like? Because I know Sparks is uh, Sparks is quite busy with the camp. He's quite busy with everybody now. He also did, you know, he works with Ajabota. He did the uh, Making No Cause Fight 2. Like so many projects at the same time he's working with. How was, how was booking sessions getting yeah. to really sit down and talk about the music? Yeah, I mean, in, I and Sparks have a relationship like from way back. So... And and these are, these songs have been made over years. Wow. Yeah, some of them are like what four years old. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I think the beats for Kuda is like six years old, but then I finally recorded it like maybe um two years ago. Yeah. You know, so some of them are from 2017. Some of them are you know last year. The ones with Bond were the most recent ones. Yeah, but. Ones with Zells, I mean, I don't know where to go. Um, Blue has been there for a minute. Everything has been there for a minute. You know, kind of these songs that I knew that okay, I, I want this one to be the outro. I really want this song to be on the album. I really want this one to be on the album. Mm-hmm. And then while I'm just fitting, you know, eliminating and and then boom, it got set. I'm like, okay, thirteen. Okay, fine. I would have wanted to do a skit or, you know, an intro, mm-hmm. one or two skits, but not really. I, I think. You would have not made, yeah. I, I get it. taken the, away yeah, a little bit from of, that mood. Yes. Why is, um, I mean, the album is called Black Magic Version 3.0, mm-hmm. Starving Artist. That's like, you know. Yeah. Why, why is it called Starving Artist? Why did you add that to the name of the album? Yeah, but it was... Um, I think that was the peak of uh, it's the height of of my vulnerability. You know, you know, Loki. It was this album is is a it's a collection of my my pains. Like, you know, I was channeling pain, you know, painful things, you know. So basically, like, you know, somebody throws a stone at you, you used to build, okay. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So so these are all situations that, you know, my pain, like, soon is my my, my lack of patience. I was like, ah, oh, God, you know, like, I want, I want to get this thing done, but I know it's not yet time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was painful. You know, cool as, you know, I was angry at lots of things, you know, but like, yo. Yeah, keep it calm. You know, you can't flare. Um, anything for love is, you know, was a painful thing about, you know, sacrifice, you know, like I would give anything to be with you, you know, and then, you know, Pomo is like something I, I, I just had to, I just had to say it, you know, I hate Pomo, actually. I don't like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a useless thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, people will argue with you. No, no, I mean, like ice cream is useless, right? You know, it's not like it's, it's nutritious. You no. Know? It, yeah, it just yeah. tastes great, right? Yeah. Just more. more is not like, you don't There's get no, it. I mean, yeah. you're getting zero nutrients. Yeah, exactly. Literally eating leather. Yeah. So, fiber or whatever. You eat your just, belt. Yeah, just good to, True. taste good, but yeah. You know, and we love it so much. Yeah. So, it's kind of the consciousness of how we 
desire things that yeah, actually like don't do anything for us. In Nigeria, is that culture? Our culture is full of bananas. Plenty. Yes, and you, you eat it to fill your stomach because it's nothing. We have to listen to Bomana. Lyrically, I bring it heat. If you bring your beef, turn it in to kill the sheep. The industry really be industry. There's no love, oh, there's no love. Feeling me? Eyes everything, say bros, watch it, you know. Pastor, politician, all nasty, you know. God bless you, no doubt, and but really do. You got drop levels to collect your heat, you know. And you can't tell me shit if I seen the video. I can't say, don't say, put it in the song. So I speak my mind and I can still speak more. You either love me or hate me, or eat my mom. Peace gonna hide, got a body like Nini, make me wanna jack it up on y'all, like Jackie Yappy Yard and Happy Yard. Boys, I chill, you know, all the short side chick, you all not billy, you know, you not celebrate, no doubt, eh? but really do. If not to drop levels, boys, I will, you know. And you can't tell me shit if I seen the video, I can't say, don't say, put it in the song. So I speak my mind and I can still speak more. You either love me or hate me, or eat my mom. It sounds like mm. a single. What's the, what? What are the singles of this album? Oh man, Momo is sounding like a single. Like single. It's sounding like a single. Mm. Okay, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, it kind of it kind of came out. It came out um with anything for love. Mm-hmm. I just put it out back then, but we'll see. We'll see. I was gonna create some visuals for it, but the idea hasn't just stuck yet. Dreams is another record I really love. Ah, oh yeah, it's a good record. Yeah, it's a good record. You know, sounding very honest, like you said, vulnerable and just, you know, yeah. And so in this album, I'm not the like, you know, in Nigeria people. There are many things that are happening that people, like people in Nigeria, actually think that ah, like say they create this kind of thing, not they happen. Mm. Mm. You know, like say I get money, this kind of thing, not they happen. You see, and things like uh, mental health. Here's the thing. Here's what I realized. I realized that no matter how much you make, mm-hmm. there are some fundamental things that would always be there. See, when the rain falls, the rain falls on the good guy and the bad guy. The rain falls on the poor man and the rich man. Mm-hmm. There are these things that will be there. And when you don't have money, or you don't have access to wealth, you think when you do, you could rid, get rid of these problems. Yeah. But they're always there. Yeah, money amplifies... Just amplify stuff. It doesn't. Then you start to realize that uh, things like money and material things, right? It's not what you should chase at all. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's hard trying to convince people who haven't had access to money mm-hmm. that what you should be chasing are the things that are invaluable. Yeah. Your peace of mind, life, mm-hmm. happiness, joy. 
Those are the things that matter at the end of the day. Yeah, and uh, the, way, the way I put it is, is just one universal truth, which is love. You know, people can say, oh, you know, love this. But, but I mean, like, love as a compass, as, you know, if you do what you love and love what you do, you'll be great at it. You know, I mean, look at Franco Lise. That guy made us love watching the news at night. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the standout broadcasters. And, you know, nothing like him since then, you know. Yeah. Um. So in every in every um, industry or sector you find yourself, if you love what you're doing, you tell. The people that stand out are the people that love what they're doing. So why not do what you love so you two can stand out and be rich and be great, you know? So um, loving loving yourself also, you know, in love is forgiveness, patience, humility, all of those things. And those are the things that heal you as a person. You're speaking about mental health, right? So you're going through these issues and, and I was telling somebody, so after version 2.0, God, I was making the most money and I became the saddest. This was this, it was the saddest point in my life. Like, there was no, there's nothing I wanted to do I couldn't do. Mm. Like, there's no travel, there's nowhere. Access. I had access to it. Like, it was, it, it was, I either had it or it was a phone call away. You know, like, like anything. You know, but I wasn't happy. You know, then that's when you start to figure out that, you know, it's easy to, when you know get, it's easy to say, ah, like say I get, man, so there's something to aspire to. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like, ah, you know what, when I, when you get it and that problem is still there, then it's maybe I can buy something to smoke. Mm. Maybe I can buy something to drink. Do you understand? And before you know it, the millionaires committing suicide, just like the people committing suicide, you know, yeah, super, you know, rich artists, you know, Fulfilled artists coming, so you, you have to understand that if you don't address what's going on with you, you're going to you're going to lose in the end. You know, and it's what's most important to you, what makes you happy. You know, this is this is book, it's the Alchemist or something. It's crazy. So it talks about you know if you read it, there's there's a merchant, there's this boy who's looking. I for just bought it yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah. You should read that book. It's dope. You know, so this guy's looking for this treasure, and then. He meets this guy who he works for to make money. You know, speaking about money and mm-hmm. doing the thing you love. So because the guy had been in this little boy's situation, ah, he told the boy, guy, forget his money. Oh. Go and chase that thing that you're chasing because that's the only thing you're going to regret in this life. You will have money eventually. But if you hold on to this money, like me, I have money. He owned the store where the guy was working and he was sad. So when he saw that boy, I was like, bro, don't make the same mistake I made. Oh. Follow your treasure, you know. And then he, you know, he went on to look for it. He worked for a couple of years, then went on to look for his treasure, you know. And also, he met a girl also that he thought, oh, okay, maybe it's you. It's like, yo, you're not the treasure. Keep going to find this treasure, you know. Because, and that's kind of like your purpose. I think driving you to, when you find it, every other thing will be added. Do you understand? Because on the way, you know, just like, just like all the friends I have now and all the people that I know, I met them chasing this music. The mm. way If I wasn't chasing music, I'm sure I wouldn't have met you. Maybe I would have been listening to you on the radio and I've been thinking, ah, you know, but, you know, I know you and all the friends that I have, you know, circle of influence and the people that, you know, I can reach out to yeah. and things I can do. You know, many many people who I know, they, they work with certain businesses and, you know, they go, oh, I work for... 
for me, I'm going straight to UMD. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like I'm I'm the brand, I am the thing, you know. Yeah. So I'm just saying that you have to address yourself. The things that are happening to you has nothing to do with money, but you can't. You, it's not your. It's not my job to explain that to you. Whatever you believe is correct for you first, you know. But basically, if you don't heal yourself, you can't enjoy the money. You can't. You won't enjoy anything if you don't heal yourself. And so there's a thing that I have. This concept I have is called. Um, so there's food. Food feeds your body. Knowledge feeds your mind, and love feeds your spirits. If any of these parts are hungry, you are going to be in trouble. Mm. And the way they need to be fed, they need to be exercised. You know, you need that nutritious food. If you keep eating pomo, one sickness is going to catch you one day. Do you understand? So you need to eat nutritious food. Eat your greens. Eat your fruits. Eat your. Do you understand? Same way for knowledge. You know, you can't be feeding your mind just Z Z world and you know rubbish magazines. You have to actually read some shit that will give you knowledge for things that you need to do. You know, and same way your spirits, you know, you have to do things you love. I mean, abroad people know these things, you know. You go to uni after you pay school fees, it's okay. Money for groove, Unko. You need to have money for groove because you need to groove. It's part of <laughs> it's key to your, you know, yeah. your your development and learning and all of that. So so basically, you know, I have this concept life is a video game, right? And every character in the video game is capable of achieving the main mission. So you have three gauges. There's your body, there's your mind, and there's your spirit. So once things start getting hard, you just check which gauge is low. You're going to fill it up yeah. again. Yeah. So when you're hungry, you can't think, well, everything is hard. If I start talking to you now, even to listen to me is hard when you're hungry. Same way when your brain, your mind is hungry or your spirit is hungry. But if you do something you love, and that's why if you know how to, when people buy, that's the whole concept of buying gifts. Somebody can buy you the cheapest gift, but that gift, because it's something you love. Ah, you know, like people that, like some of my friends that know me, if they want, if they want to give me something I love, to just buy me Amala. This one, that white house. <laughs> Amala. When I, do you understand? And, and the thing is, sometimes when, when they buy the Amala, because it's me, they want to, some people want to buy with the big, big mm-hmm. ghost meat. And I'm like, no, that's not the one. Uh, Small, small. Fifty, fifty now. That fifty, fifty. Hey, just that's, there. That's that. That's how I like it. It's not if you can buy four hundred naira worth of that one, no, no problem. But that's how I like. If it's not once it's big, don't give me the ogun fee. No problem. I just. What do you like take your amala with? What do? Yes, sir. With beggary. Yes, sir. Abula. Standard. Fantastic. You know? Fantastic. And I'm actually actually have this mini amala tour that I do everywhere I go, any corner. I want to know what's happening. They're the popular ones, know that, but there's some. Yeah, some There's very low-key ones, you know. And those are part of the things that in our culture that we need to promote. True. Go to other countries in the world. They're showing you the hottest street mm-hmm. food corners here. We're, we're saying this for local people. I mean, you, you don't get bigger than that. So it's part of our culture and it's our things. Those are our own things that we love to do. We need to. Understand. You can't. If you want to eat five-star Chinese, there's no fork. There's no spoon. Mm-hmm. It's chopsticks. That's the highest level. Yeah. Yeah, so when you want to eat amala, the highest level of amala is not fork and spoon. No, it's your hand. Your hand. God damn it! You have to follow tradition, yeah. culture. Yeah, I was, I was, I was out with this man. I was out with this man. Um, this, this German dude that was, you know, he went out this time and uh, went to eat amala and then they went to give him fork and ah, so for his hand off. <laughs> then, uh, 
And even the people serving, they were because they saw ah, when they wanted to bring. I say, hey, wash your hand, my friend. I say no, because you know when you imagine Nigeria and telling the foreigner that when you eat it, your hand might be smelling. I said I don't understand. It's not soap you used to wash your hand. There are many things you touch that your hand was, you know. But but I mean, to each his own. But I'm just saying, accepting your culture and you know being yourself and doing the things you love. It's, it's key. Yeah, it's key because until you find yourself or discover who you are and you know and accept yourself, you can't really go anywhere. If if you're if you're if you're anxious and you're you know and you have a density crisis, you don't know who you are, you don't know what you love. If I give you a million dollars, you're you're going to die faster than the struggle that you think is holding you. Because now what you have is a tool to get you anything you want. And obviously, you're going to look for the wrong things. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I drink, I, you know, I do all this stuff, but I don't, I don't drink to dodge. I drink to enjoy myself, so I can control this. It's not, I'm in control of it. Mm-hmm. I can be happy with or without, with or without a drink. But you know, when I want to drink, I enjoy myself. Not to drink to stupid, or to be drunk, but I enjoy myself. You know, so doing things that you love is as important as eating food that you love. It's important as reading book that you love. So. Find out what you love and, and do something. Just Show do love it. to the next person, you know. I'm glad you're speaking about these things. One one record on this album, Strong Man. Yeah. It's the high points. It's the high yeah. point of the album. <laughs> I listened to Strong Man and uh I think every black man needs to listen to this record. Mm. Every Nigerian. And when I mean black man, I don't mean like male. Yeah. I mean in our Society, mm-hmm. you know, amongst black people, whether African American, African, whatever, Nigerian, I think it's uh, we don't like to talk about mental health. We mm-hmm. also don't like to talk about how we feel, whether we're sharing the information with our friend or we're talking to a therapist, whatever. We always feel we can contain everything, and we can be, we can always be strong. You know, growing up. They will tell you, you be man now. Why you de, Why you de mm. do like this now? Do that, woman. Yeah. Why you de? Or whether it was our mothers, mm. and you know, and they told them, you are, you are the mother of the household. Mm-hmm. You cannot. You must take everything. Whether your father is going out to do whatever or whatever. Mm-hmm. So listening to the record really, it really hit me there. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's like the redefining what strength is, you know. I mean, these things are being communicated to us in different ways, like all the cartoons you watch, you know. Like, I, I, I watch a lot of cartoons and I play a lot of video games, so I, and it's funny how much, how, how much of messaging, like, how much of love they're promoting, they're sending messages. It's only our, it's our own that you watch, you just, you know, it's kind of like, Momo. You know. mm. Just it's it's it day, but not in day. Uh, but you you're better full you, you're better full, but you understand no nutrients, you know. Once in a while you eat it, it's sweet, but that's where it stops, you know. But I feel like when you when you figure out how to let go, you know the the strength, the first everything has levels, right? Mm-hmm. There's levels to love, levels to strength too. So strength is, you know, how much can you hold on to, how much can you carry? Then the highest level of strength is how much can you let go of? Mm. 
So that's that's cool. Yeah. When somebody has done something that's t- it has touched you, you want to you know want to. Bro, can you let it go? Can you? If you can, that's when you really know you're a strong man. So a strong man is really the guy that knows how to let go. It's like the black belters, right? They know they can bust your ass, yeah. right? But you piss them off and they they don't do anything. I think that's the highest level of strength, yeah. knowing that you can do something, but yeah, you let because it go. they will probably kill you. If they if they act based on how they feel at that point in time, you will be dead. You know, I you know I have friends who you know mix martial arts, specialists like they don't fight. Hmm. He will beg you, like bro, I beg you, and and it's it's a very weird thing because he's it's like he's begging. It makes people think that they're stronger than you know, but. I think it gets to a point the person he's talking to gets the message ah, this one I don't understand you know <laughs> just, just allow, please 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 I beg I beg you just they go they okay sorry no problem just be good because truly truly if he holds you <laughs> I'm talking about just hold your hand twist your hand and it's broken you understand no, I think so. I mean, with great power comes great responsibility. Strong I think so. It just Strong goes that saying: the strongest man is the person that's strong. Not to hold yourself. Let's listen to strong man. They form strong man. I connect it to it easily just cause I believe in it. They figured that I wanted, but they soon saw that I needed it. Like I needed Tibet. That's my auntie, she was feeding me. Dad gave me the flavor, and my mom gave me the seasoning. I got that food for thought with the taste for my reasoning. So reason me. It not got sweet to reason say jig. Girls call me notorious, cause then they reason say big. And I only small thing they make a rapper start to sing. It they touch, it they touch. I they feel I me the touch, it the choke, it the pain, but I guys carry my cross. Made no loss. For my side, they say man, no they cry. So I keep it on the hush when the tears, when they bust. Based on strong, I count my blessings, learn from losses. Based on strong, make sacrifices. I gave my offering, never thought by this time that I would've lost my pop. Now things like this they make me weak, but I remember mama loves me and I turn a strong man, strong man, strong man. Strong man, strong man. As it's a, everybody has an excuse to be an asshole, be an idiot. So when you see somebody acting nice, or you see somebody well behaved, you know, then you, you now assume that that one hasn't been through anything, and that's where yeah, <laughs> maybe your biggest mistake. What's Black Magic's legacy? Hmm. Mm. I think being black magic, being black magic, being that guy, being that guy who who made people believe believe in something something greater than something greater than what they could understand, something greater than what they could see, you know. Because the whole purpose of black magic is to make you believe in yourself. I'm ju- I'm just like I said, you know, ordinary man. I'm just an ordinary guy. We're all just ordinary people. It's just the things that we do that are extraordinary, right? So I'm just who I am. 
you know, like I'm the messenger. I'm just bringing the message to you. So you just have to understand that, you know, you're giving this life for a reason to come and do something, come and add, you know, do you know what it is? If you don't know, try doing what you love because the, the thing that you love doing is the thing that you will be greatest at. That's the only place you can really truly excel, you know. If I wasn't doing music, I'd be, you know, photographer also, or, you know, making film, which I still will do because it kind of goes hand in hand, music and, and film. But I'm just saying, you know, I feel like something you love, you know, makes you energy, energy, the energy to pursue something to the highest level, you know, the kind of energy, the infinite energy is allocated to you when you're doing something you love. That's why if you're doing something you love, you can go hours until your body tells you, hey, hey, bro, guys go chop and do something else, you know. You know, that kind of thing. People who love making movies, they can be on 24 hours. They'll be like, oh, the hardest working guy. He's not just the hardest working guy. The only reason he can work that hard is because he loves what he's doing. Mm. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, food gives you energy. When you're doing something you love, you have infinite energy to chase that thing. You know, like God is love, all these concepts. This is all one truth. So you can't tell me, Frank, or they didn't love, <laughs> he didn't love presenting the news. What? That guy had family problems and things just like all of us. But when you see him, when you hear, ah, mm. when you hear Frank Oluze, you are happy. Yeah, just like Fela. Fela was going through all the bush in the world. But when he played that music, people are going crazy. They can't feel the pain, but he's, you know, he's expressing it because he loves making music. That's why they will, when they beat you, you can never stop doing it. Try, try with the child. Mm. He loves doing that thing. You beat him, he will just won't, he just won't do it in your presence anymore. He doesn't. He won't do it to your knowledge anymore. Just hide to the ball. Keep doing it. Cristiano Ronaldo is not the hardest working footballer. Just because. No, he loves football. If he doesn't love football, he can't can't try it. You know. So the only way that kind of energy, the energy, the infinite, to access that infinite energy that it will take for you to chase that thing that you want to do is, is love. Look at Tiger Woods now. You can you can you can do it, fuck it up, and go and come back and do it again. It's mm. not it's not a mistake, you know. That's that that's the level, you know. So if you figure out what you love to do, you can be great at anything, you know. We need great programmers, great directors, you know. For you to make a great movie, there's a great director, there's a great cameraman, there's a great light person, there's a great audio person, there's a great you know costume person, there's a great makeup person. Any one of those people slack it affects the picture, right? You know, so for me to be a great black magic, there needs to be a great icon, you know, a great tea flavor, a great kick connect, mm. you know. Then if we're not getting it right, then you meet a great marketer, then he's like, oh, okay, I know how to sell this shit, you know. And then he sells it and then you, that's how you make your money. So I won't say, oh, because it's not making money like this now, then I'll leave it alone. No, I just need to, as I'm going on journey, I will meet that great marketer and he's like, yo, guy, we can make this thing happen like this, you mm. know. And then... You know, so the journey, you know, doing what you love is the only way, you know, it's the easiest way. Is, 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 you can do many other things, but you just might not be as great. And that's why people don't get much fulfillment. Black Magic, thank you so much for coming to tell your truth and being as honest as possible. I think we just heard three really great albums. Mm-hmm. 
guys, Blackmagic version 3.0, Starving Artist is out. It's on all your DSPs, wherever you get it, it's there. Uh-huh. So guys, stream it and, you know, give Blackmagic its feedback. There you have it, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe to a Music in Time podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Rate and review it as well. Don't forget to share with friends and subscribe to our newsletter. You can find all the good links in the description below. And of course, follow us on all social media platforms. Thank you and catch you guys on the next episode.